For my grandfather was an uncle godly man. He'd never had so much money in his life before, for his wages were only threepence a day. The son of the Culloden soldier, David's grandfather, finding the small farm in Ulva insufficient for the support of his large family, crossed into Lanark in 1792 and obtained a position of trust in the mills of H. Monteith and Company at Blantyre, on the Clyde, above Glasgow. The French wars drew away all the sons but Neil into the army or navy. Neil, after serving an apprenticeship to David Hunter, tailor, and marrying his master's daughter, Agnes, in 1810, made a small business for himself as a travelling tea merchant. David Hunter was a great reader, especially of religious books, of which he had a small library, Amongst them the works of the Reverend J. Campbell, South African missionary, Travels Among the Hottentots, etc. These took a strong hold on his son-in-law, Neil Livingston, and in turn on his grandson, David. Our hero, Neil's second son, a boy of remarkable powers, physical and intellectual. He was born on March the 19th, 1813, and before the age of ten had wandered over all the Clyde banks of Blantyre, and had begun to collect and wander at flowers and shells. He had also gained the prize for repeating the whole 119th psalm, with only five hitches. But hard as he was in body and mind, he had a soft heart. He was watchful to lighten his mother's work when he could generally sweeping and cleaning for her, even under the doormat, as she gratefully recorded, with the thoroughness which never left him. Happily for us all, no character is without its weak side, and even David would say, Mother, if you'll bar the door, I'll scrub the floor for you. A concession this to the male prejudices of Blantyre, which he would not have made in later life. In another direction also a satisfactory gleam of human weakness is recorded, in that Davy not only climbed to a higher point in the ruins of Bothwell Castle than any other boy, but carved his name up there. At ten the boy went into the cotton mills as a piecer, from which time he maintained himself and found money for books such as only Scotch peasants are in the habit of buying voluntarily. Out of his first week's wages he bought Ruddyman's Rudiments, and from that time pursued the study of Latin with his usual steadfastness. His factory work began at 6 a.m. and lasted till 8 p.m., when Davy went to his Latin, as soon as he'd had his tea, until 10, with the schoolmaster provided for the workpeople by their employers, and afterwards at home till midnight, or until his mother put out his candle. His parents were poor, and at the age of 10 he was put to work in the factory as a piecer, that his earnings might aid his mother in the struggle with the wolf, which had followed the family from the island that bore its name. After serving a number of years as a piecer, he was promoted to be a spinner. Greatly to his mother's delight, the first half-crown he ever earned was laid by him in her lap. But though he thus became able to read his Virgil and Horace easily before he was sixteen, his chief delight was in science. He managed to scour the country for the simples mentioned in the first medical treatise he became possessed of, Culpepper's Herbal, that extraordinary old work on astrological medicine. I got as deep into that abyss of fantasies, he records, 
as my author said he dared to lead me. It seemed perilous ground to tread on further. Indeed, the dark hint of selling soul and body to the devil loomed up before Davy's youthful mind. On one of his exploring rambles, in company with two brothers, one now in Canada and the other a clergyman in the United States, from which we generally returned so hungry and tired that the embryo parson often shed tears, they came on a limestone quarry. It is impossible to describe the wonder with which I began to collect the shells in the carboniferous limestone. A quarryman watched me with the pitying eye which the benevolent assume when viewing the insane. However, said I, did those shells come into those rocks? When God made the rocks, he made the shells in them, was the damping reply. Without going more deeply into astronomical boss.